This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. Join us as we dive into Scripture, share testimonies, and learn to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. You are listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And it's Pastor Benjamin Davis. This week, we are talking about friendship and specifically interesting stories of good friends in the Bible. Today, we're going to talk about David and Jonathan. Yeah, this is the classic one that I was taught anyways, right? Yeah. Is David and Jonathan. That's yeah. it. But yeah. before we get there, we've got an ALC Recommends. Uh, we recommend this all the time, but it's worth mentioning this week is uh, be committed and be invested in a small group. And that's going to help you develop friends yep. in your community, in the body of Christ, in church, where and that's what's going to make church fulfilling, quite yeah. frankly. Yep, yes. that's true. Who was your childhood best friend? His name was Rob Morris. Yeah, right. Robbie Morris. Yeah. All right. What uh, was your friendship like? Or maybe more specifically, what was your friend like? Uh, well, um, he was he was a lot you, of fun. He was. You learn about a person when you find out what their childhood friend was y- y- like. Y- yeah. Right. <laughs> so he was really active in sports. Okay. And much more than than I was. So mm. he challenged me to grow in my mm. sports ability because he wanted to play sports more often. Mm. And, uh, and, and so we were, we were competitors with mm. each other, high competitors mm. and, uh, and had a great time together, but we also learned to compliment one another really, really well. Mm. Yeah. What's the most you ever did for that friend? Wow. What's the most I ever did for that friend? That's an interesting, obviously on, you know, childhood uh-huh. standards. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, uh, this goes deep. Because we were saved. Now, this is the friend that pushed me in the aisle okay. to walk down the aisle to get well, saved. Well, we know what he did for you. Yeah, we know what he did for me. He, I was resisting the altar call. Yeah. And he physically pushed me yeah. and said, get down there. Um, but what I did for him was, after I uh, received Christ, I st- even though I had a lot of sin in my life, I stayed fundamentally faithful mm. all the way through. Mm. He did not. Mm. He got into sin, mm. into, into moral sin that then caused him to fall away from the Lord and run from God. Now, now this is brilliant. Run from God into the army. Mm. That doesn't work. <laughs> and so that's, but that's what he did. And what God did was basically send him not only through boot camp, but spiritual boot camp. Mm-hmm. And when he came out, he was saying, God, I yield. And, and, uh, <laughs> and he became a pastor. Oh, that's cool. But what I did was uh, was try endure that process to encourage him, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. always accepted him and, mm-hmm. and, and, and said, you know, you're doing great, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. You know, So that was one my mm-hmm. side, yeah, yeah. Of, of the repaying the favor. I had more of a group. It was uh, it was two guys. It wasn't just one. Yeah. It was Monty French and Jared Drace. Yeah. So uh-huh. Uh-huh. W- there were two of us, two Jareds. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Jared Squared is what we uh, went by mm-hmm. because yeah. we played guitar together and did a little band thing. It yeah. was pretty terrible when I think back on it. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't very good. Uh, but now we're both pretty decent. Yeah. yeah. He's a, still a really good musician as well. And so um, 
I'm trying to think of what the most I did for them. Probably tutor them in our math classes, mm. which was amusing because Monty's mom was one of our math teachers. So, <laughs> but that's probably the most. I couldn't think, receive from his mom, probably. Yeah, I think Jared yeah. Jared Drace passed calculus because of me. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's impressive. <laughs> he passed calculus because of me. Okay, so uh, childhood best friends. Maybe you should think of your childhood best friend and. Send them a message. See what, <laughs> see what happens. See if they see if they remember things the same way that you remember them. That, yeah, yeah. You, that, they're going to have a different perspective, by the way. Of, of they how, might have thought that they were saving me. That's what I'm saying. They're going to they're going to have a different perspective of how that thing went down. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh, right. So uh, what we're going to look at today? This is First Samuel chapter 18, verses one through five. We're just going to read this really quick, just to give context for Jonathan, David, and Jonathan. This is right after David kills Goliath. As soon as he had finished speaking to Paul, the soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. And Saul took him that day and would not let him return to his father's house. Then Jonathan made a covenant with David because he loved him as his own soul. And Jonathan stripped himself of the robe that was on him and gave it to David, and his armor, and even his sword, and his bow, and his belt. And David went out and was successful wherever Saul sent them. So when I read this, uh, I see it as very extreme. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, imagine being the son of the king, uh, and then you make a friend and you literally just give him all of the probably nicest stuff you've got. Mm. Because, you know, you're walking around and lack of a better word, splendor. You got your sword on, you got your armor on. They were they had been at war at that point. Mm-hmm. So Jonathan was probably a relatively prominent figure. Would definitely probably would have and been And there were not very many swords because the Philistines mm-hmm. didn't allow the Israelites to be um, blacksmiths. Mm-hmm. So because so they didn't because they didn't want them having weapons. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't very many of, of the swords or weapons. Most of them were fighting with clubs. So he's sharing his prized possessions. Yeah. His probably nicest stuff that he's got. Yeah. And I think about how we view friendship and maybe through the American perspective. Mm-hmm. And it's almost always what can I gain from this relationship? <laughs> <laughs> it's almost always that way. And so when we see something where somebody is so generous uh, it kind of catches us off guard. And so I was reading this passage and trying to figure out what's a good way for us to go with this. And really, uh, you know, all of Scripture points to one person, mm-hmm. and that's Jesus. Yeah. And so I look at this, and it this statement keeps being repeated in here. It says, Jonathan loved him as his own soul. Yeah. And really what I think we're getting here is a picture of what Jesus later says is the greatest commandment. Mm-hmm. Love God. And then to love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. And this would have been, you know, sometimes we read that and we're like, well, that seems kind of countercultural. We talked about countercultural stuff yeah. yesterday. But really, if you look at the Shema in Deuteronomy 6, when Jesus spoke those words, people should not have been as shocked <laughs> yeah. as they were because it was meant to be ingrained in them from the beginning yeah. uh, in their covenant with God. So I was just curious, when you look at this, how do you see this as something that we can apply? So um, there is a theory out there that uh, when it says that Jonathan gave David his armor, his sword, his bow, and his belt, that that is not only physical, but also symbolic that Jonathan taught David how to fight. Mm. Um, mm. And it and it makes sense. The theory makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. David was a shepherd, 
he was not a warrior. Mm-hmm. So the the slaying of Goliath with a stone was a one-time miracle act. Mm-hmm. But if but you're going to be successful from now on. <laughs> it, it, it's exactly right. Yeah. You're going to have to add skill to that miracle act. Yeah. And so when all of David's victories of all the Philistines mm. took training. So the, mm. the thinking here is that not only did Jonathan give him his staff, but he invested in him as a mm. person mm. with training mm. of I'm going to teach you mm. how to be a warrior, how mm. to fight. Mm. So David, David's skill as a warrior probably he got from Jonathan. Mm. Strategy, mm. skill, fighting ability, mm. which gave him greater confidence to go face large numbers of Philistines. Mm. And and because mm. you know Jonathan had that experience under his belt. Yeah. So application is for me is um, you know it, there's one level of love by when we give our staff. Mm. There's a whole nother level of love. Mm. When you're investing of that which is precious to you from mm. your character, your time, mm. who you are, mm. trusting that to another person. Mm. that's To me, that's next level. Yeah. I mean, Jonathan essentially said, my family position is now your family position. Yep. Yeah. You are now a son of the king. Yep. I mean, that's yes crazy. Yeah. And there's a lot of implications, I think, in what mm-hmm. you just said that would yeah. be like a whole week of talking well, um, if jonathan was going to protect his own dynasty mm. the smartest thing he could have done was not train david that's true because you're training a guy mm. that saul is seeing it mm-hmm. that is a threat to the dynasty yeah 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 so so you've got that going on and you're looking at that i think for us could we say that we have friend, you know, or let me return to this. Let me return to my notes here so I don't get too far off. Many people have that covenant with God, mm-hmm. but I think we assume that those large miracle moments that do happen yes. and, and will happen yes. are 100% going to be enough and we don't need anybody else to It's the greatest with American, <laughs> in my opinion, probably the greatest American Yeah. Uh, character flaw mm. that we have mm. is that we assume mm. that Man's, the miracle from God yeah. is all we need yeah. instead the, of the community of believers mm. that support me becoming someone else, so, someone that Christ has, has called me to become. Yeah, what I'm trying to remember what the saying is, is God's man of power for the hour. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. And we assume that that hour is going to last for our entire life. Yeah. Um, but really... The greatest commandment, which I think this is where a lot of us fail, is we have covenant with God, but very few of us really succeed in making covenant with people. Yeah. Uh, And that's what the scripture says here is that Jonathan made a covenant with David because he loved him as his own soul. And that covenant, which I think does lend in the theory that you're saying Mm -hmm. of him training him. Yeah. So that covenant then leads to to David's success. So... I guess the question is, is how many of us could say that we have success in our lives because of the people that I can. we have made covenant with? I, I, I can. I can. Yeah. Tr- I appreciate all the miracles I've received from God, Yeah, but it is the covenant that yeah. I made with people that yeah. really has made me who I am. Yeah. 
I have the same testimony. Uh, I would not be where I'm at without leadership from you, without yeah. leadership from other men um, and families and couples that have invested into me and Natalie. And so this morning, if you're, or this afternoon, whenever you're listening to this, if you feel like there's areas that maybe you're not succeeding in in your life, there's probably a person in your life that you could make covenant with mm-hmm. that God will use to give yeah. you success in that area. Yeah. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community and small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. On Sundays, you can join us at 8.30 a.m. for our time prayer meeting and our services at 9.30 a.m. and 11 a.m.